goes. I'm not a live streamer, but we're going to try this out. We will give it a few minutes. Make sure everything is good. And hopefully this is up. So how's everybody doing? Um, what y'all got going on? All right, I think we're good. So I had a hell of a call today. I had a small walk-in uh, cooler and I had to go up into a tight area. So, Saludos, uh, North Carolina. What's up, everybody? Yeah, so Jose Luna, I'm from uh, RGV. So that's South Texas, like actual South Texas. Um, not San Antonio, that's mid-Texas. What's up, Adicelli? Um, uh, specifically from the McAllen area. Are you from Texas too? Brownsville. Yeah, we're like an hour away. Um, I do a lot of work uh, over in Brownsville too. So we have a few stores that we take care of out there. We got Modesto, California. Yeah, I got a lot of guys that watch from uh, California and Arizona. All right, so I don't know uh, how we're going to do this yet. I am trying out this whole live stream uh, deal. So this goes well. We can do it uh, weekly, bi-weekly, you know, something like that. And then uh, I'll upgrade the whole setup because right now I'm just live streaming from my iPad. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, do we travel? We used to travel to like Corpus. Um, we still do Laredo and sometimes Del Rio. So here and there, um, we do long distance calls, but uh, we try to stay away from that. We try to stay in the Valley now. So most of my calls are within two hours at uh, the most, um, but we used to service like three to four hours away. And those were long drives and, um, those are pretty tough. Trying to stay awake on those those drives and stuff.
111 degrees. So I we deal with that too. We deal with a lot of uh, 100 degrees. That's pretty consistent for the area that I'm from. Texas is just hot all around. So uh, a lot of head pressures, you know, tripping out and uh, compressors dying. Uh, nobody cleans the coils. They end up screwing up the compressors. Uh, trying to get people to do maintenance right now, but it's it's kind of hard. Um, I did get some contracts started on PMs, so hopefully everybody else gets on board and we can do that. But we are in a, like a hurricane season, so uh, we actually got a lot of rain and uh, trying to work in the rain um, and the strong winds. So we have that right now. Got a break from the hot weather. All right. Oh, there's a chat going on. Uh, looks good. Thanks, Ray. Can you replace a one-eighth horsepower motor with a one-six? Uh, what kind of motor are you talking about? Uh, usually, I go universal, and there's a range on some of them. Depends on what kind of uh, motor you're replacing. Uh, I know everybody likes to go OEM, but uh, Universal is what I stock, and it gets me out of a jam a lot of times. And you have that play sometimes with the ranges on uh, RPMs or horsepower. Dayton, Ohio, Ray. What's going on? Um, how many employees I got? So we're a family business. I I always say that my guys are coworkers, uh, one and the same. So it's like me and my dad and my brother. And then I have we have like two other people that help us out, which is another all around hot food tech who does some refrigeration and HVAC. And uh, like a helper. So we got a helper couple times a week or as we need them and my dad does not do hvac he does uh, hot food so that's why i do kitchen refrigeration specifically and he handles all the uh, fryers uh, grills all the cooking equipment and then my brother also went to school for hvac where i went to so he helps me out uh, he does a lot of our maintenance and stuff so we're pretty small usually around five uh, the team and we're just running around getting stuff done and uh, we try not to branch out too much, but you know, eventually we got to get a bigger team going and put on some more work. Uh, but right now we have the luxury of declining work. Uh, we're busy enough as it is. Out of Sally, did I get an alert? Uh, alert for what? Uh, weather? That's not that bad over here. It's funny because everything's been missing us. The rain is just around us. The storms go north of us, so we're pretty good. Ray, watch you watch everything to keep up with everything new in AC land. I got to do a lot of research. Uh, we're getting a lot of the... We, we never had... We had mechanical for the longest time mechanical uh, timers mechanical 
like everything. Um, we just started getting the heat craft uh, Intelligen. So a lot of you probably saw the issues that I had with those, but um, everything's going basically to boards and stuff. So I remember when I first opened up like a Linux unit, uh, those Prodigy ones, and I was like, what the hell's going on? But um, best thing you can do is just go on YouTube, uh, go read some manuals and stuff like that, and just keep yourself up to date. I sure as hell don't know everything, but I go look it up. I'll find the answer. Reb Abstracts, hope you're doing well. I'm doing great, man. Um, I don't feel overworked. I feel pretty well rested, and HVAC has not been kicking my ass too much lately, so I'm good. Raul, you were talking about a condenser fan. Uh, you can probably get away with it, but, uh, either go with one that has a range on it or go with the original. That's the only thing you can do. I do a lot of stuff to get customers by, so I do not talk down on universal, uh, parts, uh, bypassing stuff, um, or putting something that might be out of range. Like not too long ago, I had. I think I had a video on it on a split system that was on a roof and I didn't have the right capacitor or anything like that or the right ones, but I had one that was within range. Uh, might've been a little bit over or under. I don't remember what it was. Got them by over the weekend, but you have to, <clears throat> you have to have the intent of going back with the original part or the right specs or whatever. So uh, you got to do what you got to do uh, when you're out there. And just do what's best for the customer. Don't screw up the unit too bad, you know? All right, with 24 watching. So uh, anybody watching this in the future, this is just a trial run. If this is something that you guys are into, then we'll, we'll try and do this, I'm um, hoping weekly. And uh, I don't have anything scripted or I, I rarely do for my videos uh, either, but I'll try and have some talking points next time. But uh, as long as you guys are chatting, then I can answer questions. Not the brightest tech out there. I do what I can with what I have, you know, or what I know. So I'll try and answer as best as I can. And, uh, We'll go from there. Appreciate it, Ray. Uh, I love all the support. You know, 99% of it is, is fantastic. Everybody loves the channel. I'm happy with that. If you guys are watching and enjoying it, that's, you know, that's cool. How long is training? Uh not very long. So you're out of school from Dallas, um, Chapone night. I don't know how to say your name. So um, if you're out of school and you go to look for a job, you're going to ride with somebody. Uh, depending on your level of 
um, what do you call it? On your level of and, and comfort. Uh, your knowledge and comfort, um, they'll put you out as soon as you're ready. Um, every company wants the technician to be able to go alone and trust them. So um, just if you're in school, uh, pick up as much as you can. Um, to be honest with you, I don't remember a whole lot from school, but a lot of stuff or certain things did stick with me. So just be a sponge, you know, take everything up when you're on the ride along or being trained or apprenticeship or whatever like that. Uh, ask questions and make sure that you know what they're doing and why they're doing it. And then if they can send you out either to maintenance. So if you know how to do coil cleanings, check electrical and all that belts, uh, they can send you off on maintenance calls, which is what I started my brother on. And he still does that for us because I hate doing, I just hate doing maintenance myself. So he's okay doing it. And uh, from there, it's it's going to be troubleshooting. So if you can check a voltage, if you know how to check switches, safeties, all that, and give a good uh, diagnostic, um, so that either you can go fix it or you can tell uh, whoever does the service work, you know what they what you found and stuff like that. Uh, you'll be out in the field in no time. Uh, let's see. I'm getting lost in the chat. Hold on, guys. Uh, universal parts for refrigeration. Uh, condenser. Well, a fan motor that I use for everything is the ninety, the Fasco ninety-seven twenty-one. Gets me out of of a jam every time. It works. I use them in the evaporator. I use them in the condenser. Um, they have such a wide range on the on the specs that you can get away with it. If even if you want to go get the original one, uh, you can put that one in. It goes on many different mounts, and um, for most walk-ins, it it works you know just fine. So there's that. Um, I use a lot of Ranco uh, thermostats for reach-ins. I don't know if you do reach-ins. Uh, unless it's a true, if it's a true uh, cooler or freezer, more than likely you want to go with the original. Uh, those are kind of finicky, and it's hard to, to dial those in sometimes. So true, I would go original. Uh, you got those, like I said, those fan motors. Just recently had some C-frame motors, the, the tiny ones that for the reach-ins, the flimsy ones with the plastic fan blade. I just get the one that Johnstone has. I'm trying to remember. I think it's a Packard. Uh, C-frame motor. Uh, what else is there? I mean, there's a lot of parts, but uh, reach-ins, I don't carry too much. Walk-ins, you're going to need timers, motors. Um, a lot of the, the stuff that I do is leak repairs. So, you know, there's that. Haven't had too many uh, le electrical issues lately, which I kind of miss. Uh, extreme heat alert. Uh, we have rain over here, so we're not getting a heat alert right now. 
don't run the AC. Oh, they want us to run it at 78 to 80. They're crazy. Uh, we already got that advisory to keep our ACs very high. But does anybody do it? No. Hopefully we don't have another uh, blackout. I live in Texas, so we had that whole issue that time where we didn't have power for a week or so. That sucked. <clears throat> the government's fault. Everything is the government's fault. I don't know what you're talking about, but government, it is what it is. Jose, how old am I? How old do you, do you think I am? I don't know if people don't think I'm that old. Because um, sometimes I feel like I'm being talked to differently. I'm 35, or I'm going to be 35. Yeah. So old that I have to do the math. I don't remember. I, I don't keep track anymore. Ray, you're sub to six different channels and you do apartment maintenance. That's mostly old school. That's how I feel. I, I, I learned all the old school stuff and I kind of hate, you know, having to deal with uh, electronic expansion valves, mostly with the bad experience on the uh, heat craft because I was on the phone with the distributor and I think I tried to talk to tech support and I could not get a clear uh, answer on how to check those. I do need to get the, 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 the tool that they sell for the manual to step it down and open it. Um, because those were stuck in a, I had one that was stuck wide open and one that was stuck closed only to find out that it was actually the board not sending the signal, even though when I followed the manual and I did the test mode and everything, everything checked out fine. I had all the proper uh, DC voltage and all that. But apparently when it ran and it's uh, when it was no running normally, it didn't do what it was supposed to do. And like, how am I supposed to know that? Because I, I can't check the wires um, unless I splice them or something. I can't tell if it's sending out the proper signal and stuff. So. That one was frustrating, but um, just on a hunch, I, I decided to check to change out the board because they had sent it because they thought that I asked for it or something like that. And I was like, no, I just needed the EEV because that's what I thought was wrong with it. Didn't I replace? I did all the trouble of replacing it, and I was like, you know what? Let me put this board in, and then boom, it worked. Um, but I've had a couple of issues, and then there's been another company that services the same franchise and this franchise buys their own equipment and they're buying all heat craft intelligent and they were stuck for a couple of weeks without um, a freezer, I believe that they had just put in and it went down immediately. So, but that was out of uh, our jurisdiction because we don't service. It was like three or four hours away. But I heard that as, as I was installing and dealing with this uh, one that I had issues with, and I was like, I was like, this is not going to be fun. Oh, where am I? 
And Ray, what six channels do you, do you sub to? I think uh, Chris from HVACR Videos is a good one. Um, HVAC School with Brian, AC Service Tech. Um, I know everybody watches uh, NorCal Dave. Uh, kind of sad to see that Tito stopped or took his whole channel down. I enjoyed his videos a lot. And I think one that doesn't get talked about enough, the channel is Ty Brenneman. That guy, that guy does awesome uh, school type or class type videos, and he makes it fun and everything. So if you guys don't follow Ty Brenneman, that's a good one to follow. Uh, good channel. And he does a lot of stuff over on TikTok, too, where he makes it like a condensed um, two minutes or three minutes. And it's it's entertaining and you learn a lot. It's a very good teacher. Cooling with Kraus. What's up, bud? We're trying this, this live out. I don't know. I didn't even know if anybody was going to show up. So here we are. We're maintaining a decent number. Glad you all are tuning in and listening to me ramble and answer some questions. Let's see. Air mechanical, do you use a three in one or the original star components? It depends. Uh, three in one, I do have them on the truck. And actually they were out of stock for a while. So they were hard to get. Um, for the quarter quarter uh, horsepower. I think I have the half horsepower, um, but usually when I use those, it's always on like tiny compressors. Um, usually they're good for troubleshooting. That's first and foremost. I know people don't like them. I have left them in a the system and nothing is wrong with it. The only issue you're gonna have is if you have an overheating issue, it's not gonna stop the I think it has some sort of safety in it, but that safety will trip way after or way. Um, it won't trip as quick as having that initial thermal uh, overload that's like mounted right on the compressor. So it's not as good as the original. Um, or unless you leave that thermal um, in the, in the circuit, maybe you can get away with it, but they work fine. I've left them in the system. I have a, what is it? A Charleston uh, reach and freezer that uh, they have me working on this thing all the time. Like it, they abuse it. And the thing is they don't want to condemn. They don't want me to condemn it because they've already told them. I think they've gone away from some of these reaching um, equipment at this franchise. And they, they basically told them if it, is not worth repairing that's it we're not going to get you another one so they like having this it's a big rich and tall uh rich and freezer where they keep a lot of their uh stuff like cookies or i don't know what they have now no i think they have fresh cookies now or like shipped cookies no they're packaged um but they also this one is a it's also a seafood place so they have a lot of frozen fish and stuff and it's next to the fryers and it's convenient they just take it out cook it you know so i on that one we have a three in one that's just permanently on there um just make it neat uh we check on it it's a regular customer so i can go over and look at it from time to time 
tell them they need to clean the condenser or whatnot because uh, with a three-in-one, you don't really have that thermal overload um, that will keep it or that will keep the compressor from dying. So you just got to be careful with them. Adicelli, you have a, uh, your gym has a 30-ton train Voyager and Venstar thermostats. I'm not super familiar with the HVAC side as, a, as I am with the refrigeration side. Um, I don't think I've dealt with Venstar. We have a lot of train here and carrier. Uh, I don't really do split systems. So, yeah, like I said, when I ran into Linux, holy crap, that was, that was like mind-blowing to me. All the electrical that you have to deal with on a Linux. Uh, Mohammed, you're doing great, dude. If you feel you're not the sharpest tool in the shed, guess what? Everybody has to start somewhere. It is what it is, man. I uh, never considered myself like a know-it-all. Even being in this uh, 15 years now, you learn every day. You learn something new. Um, as long as you uh, keep that mindset, you'll be good. <clears throat> Uh, your artist Sally at your school, bad. He had a heat pump. The compressor was on thermal overload. We don't even have heat pumps here. I don't know how to work on heat pumps. Uh, I think I saw one recently, and it's like a newer building because they have these new or they have new carriers at least. And I went to go check it, and I was like, you know, it was acting weird. And I was like, man, if it's a if it's a reversing valve, oh, I'm so screwed because I've never worked on one. So now we we uh, checked it out. Ended up being a a leg got reversed or something. Uh, they had some electrical um, work done, and something happened with the breaker. But I don't know any. I don't know too much about heat pumps. Uh, we were gonna get a a contract or pick up work. And I want to say with some sort of apartment or something, some complex where they had a bunch of split system uh, condensers on a roof and they were all going to be heat pumps. I was uh, terrified, but excited and I was going to look into it, but I don't know if we're going to get that account, but I'm still going to, to look into it. I just, you know, something else to, to learn, even though we don't really uh, see heat pumps uh, around here. Your uh, uh, tech tie, United is starting to carry uh, true gaskets. Convenient. Yeah, I love when these uh, supply houses, like, I mean, they have their products that they want to push. So for the longest time, Johnston was pushing, like, Danfoss. Um, now they're, I think they're getting, um, what's the other one? Sporlin. Now they're a whole Sporlin distributor. Uh, and then they have a lot of universal stuff. So I know where I have a couple, I mean, you, I have Johnson that I go to religiously, but 
I have a couple of supply houses that I know that they carry uh, OEM stuff. So Manitowoc, I need to go to this place. True, I need to go to this place or whatever. So I think True and Manitowoc are, you know, some of the ones you have to keep. You have to keep getting like the OEM parts. Um, and if they can't, if you know somebody that has that stuff in stock, it's always like awesome. Thomas, uh, smart probes. I am a field piece guy all the way. Now I've tried. Obviously, you guys have probably seen the Elitech ones that I that I had. Great, they actually worked really good. They're not probes; they're more like uh, pressure gauges, and um, the only issue they had with those is that they leaked. But we were able to fix it, and it was uh, not an issue afterwards. And as far as uh, probes, I've had the Testa ones too. Now the Testa ones are a great product too. They work fine. Uh, I don't know if they do firmware updates or anything, but the issue that I had with them is a range. So they were not as good as the field piece ones. And then the, I didn't like the buttons on them. So the buttons per two, uh, they stick out a little bit and they, uh, can be easily pressed and turn on in my bag. So when I had those in my bag, they turned on all the time and the battery would die and it kind of sucked. So the field piece ones are flush. You have to hold it to turn it on. And what was the other thing? Also the field piece ones have the, uh, even though they have like an auto shut off, there is a, if you read the manual, if you double tap the button when it's on, um, they won't turn off. So like with the Tesla ones, if I had to walk away or anything and they auto shut off, it kind of sucked because you have to get back on the roof or something. And it kind of defeated the purpose of being able to check it wirelessly or anything like that. So the field piece ones, I, I just, I like the features that they have. Oh yeah, George, HVR, HVACR survival. I know he says he doesn't know a lot, but he's very uh, good at his channel and explaining things too. Uh, work vehicles, we use, uh, or I'm a Chevy Express guy, so that's what I've had. Started in an Astro. I don't like those. Um, had a couple of Chevy Express. And my dad and, you know, some of them, they use trucks. I don't think I could use a truck, but uh, Chevy Express for the, you know, the space. I'm curious to try like a taller van, but I don't know if I would like it.
Tito had a good channel. Sure did. That guy knew how to keep it uh, entertaining. Ty is a G. So hyped about HVAC. I know. Like, that guy, I could listen to him all day. I love uh, watching that guy's videos. Uh, he has some good stuff. HVAC with Alex. I was wondering the same thing. I had seen... He got pretty popular and stuff. Like when I started watching, I kind of started watching a lot of YouTube uh, during the whole pandemic thing, which probably a lot of people did too. And Alex was one that I had came across. And uh, I don't know what happened to him either. I think he does pop up over on Instagram from time to time, but I don't know what happened to his channel. Oh yeah, Jumperman Tech is a good one, but well, he does a lot of uh, DIY and, and uh, a lot of stuff if you want variety on that. He does really good uh, like tutorials on parts and stuff, which is kind of something I wanted to do and I kind of did start doing it, but I just haven't had you know, the time to film that kind of stuff. Uh, second year in HVAC school at community college, graduating in May. Well, good luck, man. That's what I did. I did the two-year course at my, I think it was a community college too, but they converted to a full-blown uh, college, I guess. They dropped the community from their name. Uh, maybe on the next one, we'll talk about school. I was going through my comments. I have a lot of questions about uh, school, and I did one. I did a video about getting my license and stuff, and people have a lot of questions about school. Uh, maybe I'll write down some points and stuff that we can talk about um just know that it's, it's not for everybody and you don't have to do school you can learn uh just as well on the on the job and if that's how you learn which is like me too i i learn uh visually and hands-on but i did enjoy going to school and i took a two-year course and the good thing is it counts for when you get your license i know not every uh state has requirements but um it counted I forgot i forget how long i did a whole video on it and i already forgot but the good thing is it counts for uh you know something uh d d2d real world hvac i'll have to check that out i haven't heard about that one there's a lot of hvac channels um out there i still run into new ones all the time some that are starting out which i think is great like if uh we can sh share what we know and help out you know the next guys i think that means a lot to uh to the next gen techs you know like cooling with kraus i like watching that uh his videos uh victor of hvac is a good one too uh, there's some that have stopped, like HVAC Boss was a good one. 
Uh, Refrigeration Confidential is a good one. And I know I've run into a whole bunch of other ones recently and I just like, you know, subscribe and I binge watch a lot of these uh, HVAC channels when I have time to do that. Oh, where am I? Ray, I sub to mostly home service channels and new and one other commercial AC. Well, I appreciate that I am the one of few that you uh, sub to. I just, I can't do, I will never do residential or I don't think I would. I can't do stuff like that. Um, I hate working because, you know, friends and family will ask you, hey, can you check my AC? Can you check my uh, refrigerator? I, I really don't like doing that stuff. Sometimes, uh, especially with home appliances, they're just cheaper to replace. Clark Griswold, cool name. Uh, HVAC tech out of San Antonio. Cool, man. Yeah, it freaked me out. Um, how many people watch from Texas? Specifically where I'm from, I get people that uh, tell me that they're from here. And that's really cool. Testo all day. I was really into them when they first came out. Um, I am a little jealous now of the guys that run the digital manifolds from Testo. Those things are really compact and those are nice. If I had to get another or a different set of uh, digital manifolds, I would go with Testo. Uh, tie measure quick can read both. Yeah. When I first had Testo, I think I had started to buy some field piece stuff and, or that was wireless at least. And I use a measure quick app. Measure quick is great. I know a lot of people tell me that I should be using it because they see me using the job link app. Measure quick is great. I don't really do a lot of, uh, testing like that or complicated like system checks. So um, that wouldn't benefit me as much as other guys, or if I, if I did more HVAC, then maybe, because um, it gives you a really good indication of what's going on. Nice little uh, gauge readings for everything, even the temperatures gives you like a red for danger, a green for good, you know, all that stuff. But I don't know. I'm kind of simple. I just use a fill piece app, especially because I have everything fill piece. I can go in one app and just kind of switch back and forth between different tabs um, and use it that way. So because my micron gauge and what else do I have? The weight, the, the scale and stuff, it's all in the same app. So I just I stick to it. Appreciate you guys for, you know, being in here, chatting it up and hanging out. Yo, HVAC ice cream guy. You should see the evap coils. Are they full of like dust? Um, Where am I? The hospital 
that I work at, well, they have us there. Now they want us there, like, at least a couple times a month for different maintenance because we do maintenance on their refrigeration equipment and also cooking equipment. Obviously, I don't do that. My dad does that or one of his guys. But, man, they get pretty dirty, too. They get um, it's a lot of dirt uh, and lint because a lot of the condensers there, they used to be above the unit. And those wouldn't get too bad. But now all of their new equipment has a condenser on the floor. And obviously they're walking around kicking dirt. So those get pretty dirty. And they're tiny little condensers, so they plug up real quick. <laughs> what time is it? For me, it's 9. I'd love a high roof. Man, I have uh, one that I hate. I have a 24-foot ladder, so I should probably invest invest in a new one um, because it barely reaches that one roof that I hate getting on. So obviously not very safe. I still use my uh, lockjaw ladder grip. So I think I... Yeah, I purchased purchased uh, two of those for us at work, and it's an easy way to just clip on your ladder and clip to a gutter. Now, I, I work in strip malls, so they have gutters. Um, everybody else, as far as like fast food chains, have their own roof access, so I don't have to worry about it there. But in a strip mall, I uh, can attach it to the gutter and be safe. Um, we did do a giveaway for one, and the guy that won it actually recommended it he loved it so much he recommended it to his company and the you know the, their boss is a real stand-up guy he bought everybody one so that was kind of cool gotta be safe on those roofs you know oh because you hate to crouch to get parts i love to be on a roof i i i could be on a roof all day um that's why I said I could not do residential if I had to be in an attic all day. Uh, there's no easy way around that. At least on the roof, um, you can wear a nice big hat, like a sun hat or whatever they're called. Uh, I have the magnetic subco umbrella. Set up an umbrella, set up a canopy. Uh, roof is really great. I hate being in tight spots. Restaurant repairs, I'll have to check that channel out too. What's up, John McMaster? Rookie Refrigeration. Yeah, it's another one that just kind of like stopped. And I think he was trying to come back a couple of times and I haven't heard anything from him. And I think he also does post on Instagram every once in a while. But yeah, he had a good one too. Um, it was cool to see those supermarket guys. I don't really do supermarkets, but I had this one a restaurant that set up a... Uh, what do you call it? Like a mini refrigeration rack. So they had three. Yeah, they had three uh, compressors. No, four compressors because there was one on the bottom that ran like 
six or seven um, prep coolers downstairs. It was kind of weird because they, but they built them in and, into the kitchen, all lined up, and then they ran um, some lines to the beverage area. So they had some beverage coolers, some wine coolers, and then I went up because like we, it was a new account for us. And when I went up, I was like, whoa, they have a basically a refrigeration rack, and I had never seen one before because I don't do supermarkets. So they had four compressors for, like I said, six or seven, maybe even more uh, prep coolers, ice cream cooler or freezers, uh, wine coolers. And then they had two compressors, you know, one for a walk-in cooler and one for a walk-in freezer. And man, that one, I always tell people if I had started my channel a little sooner, cause that was like a year before um, the whole pandemic. Those would have been some great videos. I got my ass kicked so many times on that on that roof. That was a horrible one to take over. And I've shared, uh, you know, some photos and stuff. It's the ones where the all the compressors are like super iced up. Evaporators are like it like snowed in there, and basically they were bypassing the compressors, but not the blower wheels on their HVAC. So those things would just ice up like crazy. They had a whole bunch of compressor compressors lined up on the roof. So there was a little graveyard there. And they were using MO99 refrigerant, which I hate. All the new compressors were dying. So, and that one, all the coils were leaking. And then as far as the refrigeration, they couldn't find the leaks. They were all in the pressure controls. And then we had uh semi-hermetic in there too it was really random bunch of scroll compressors a couple of uh hermetically sealed compressors then a big old semi-hermetic right in the middle that was i learned a lot and i learned a lot about myself there like that was one of those that i just like pushed through and then on the ac it was those were linux uh units so three compressors on most of them then all that wiring with all the boards all bypassed or like cut up and wires hanging everywhere i had to learn how to trace a lot of that stuff because i'd never seen it before Tech they played my condenser install at your work two weeks ago. That's another weird thing that I've been told a lot is that I, I guess, I mean, that's kind of cool. And that's really cool of your, your bosses, like, cause like I said, I've, this has come up a couple of times where they tell me at their work, they're using my videos. Um, I don't know for what, like either just to watch in the mornings, or I don't know if there's some sort of training going on, but that's really cool. Um, I've gotten a few messages that my videos pop up at their work, and I never thought about that. Like, that's really cool. Um, I'm not really a, what do you call it? Like a school type of channel, class or whatever, but if I can help, I, I mean, I try to answer all the comments. Um, 
if you guys DM me or email me and I can be of help, I will gladly, you know, help you guys out. Some of the good channels have gone off grid. I know, man, it's weird. Um, yeah, kind of weird. Heavy Diesel. I need to start watching more of his stuff. I know he's he's on my channel commenting um, through my videos, so that's kind of cool. But I haven't. I've only seen a couple of his videos. I need to go. I need to go back and start binge watching. I just got tired of watching. When work gets really busy, I don't like watching a lot of HVAC videos. And then you know I got to edit mine and stuff. But I take a little break and I get back on and start binging. Randy, hydraulic or automatic swaging tool? Are you talking about the uh, Navac? I'm really jealous of the the pot, the battery powered one. Hydraulic is great. I'm wondering if the battery powered one reduces maybe the cracks or the ridges, because that's the only issue I have with the hydraulic one. And it's not really an issue. It's just that you, you on certain pipes, I mean, you should be using like a oil or whatever to lubricate it. That's the best way to do it because that's how you do the swaging block one too. So like the only thing with those, you have to watch out for cracks and the little markings that it makes because when it expands, it's like these little teeth that open it up. Um. I sent my brother one time and he doesn't use that tool. I, I, I use it all the time. And I was like, Hey, I need a, a coupling quarter inch. I sent him to the van and he wasted like three pieces, three little pieces. They weren't that big. And, um, he's getting mad and he's like, they keep cracking. I was like, dude, you on the hydraulic one, at least, I don't know about the battery one. You have to, um, you know, pump it and expand it. But not all the way. You go like a little bit, a couple pumps, uh, release the pressure, and then turn your tool a little bit, and then set it again, and then pump it to reduce cracking, to reduce the stress in the same area. That's the only thing with that. I mean, it's a hundred times better than than doing the manual, um, either the hammer type or the um, swaging block where you got to turn it. I never had the, the fancy ones that you put a drill to. I had the old school one. Um, but it's just something to know. When you when you do those swages and you're worried about cracking it, you need to not even halfway uh, swage it, release the pressure, and then turn your tool a little bit so that you get a different spot. And I don't have any issues with it. Um, it makes them perfect all the time. The only thing is it leaves ridges inside. Not really an issue. Again, you know, prep your pipe, uh, sand it or, you know, sand it down or whatever. And if I could, or if that uh, battery powered one was out when I was looking for one, I would have bought the battery powered uh, for sure. I saw like a video on it the other day from Brian uh, HVAC school and it looks so simple. I don't know what the price is on it right now. The When I went to AHR, I, I ran into Andrew Greaves because now he works with NAVAC. That's another great 
channel, aka track that just stopped. But he's doing the whole uh, Navac thing. So I, I got to talk to him for a little bit. They couldn't show me the the product. I want to say Ty Brenneman was actually doing the video, and that's why they were kind of doing their press uh, video because he had the the press pass. But um, he told me that I could use the um, expanders, like the heads from my kit on that one. I don't know if there's an adapter or something, but he's like, if you buy the tool, you can just buy the, the tool itself without the heads and you can use the ones that you have in your tool set. So that's kind of cool. Good to know. So eventually I might, you know, upgrade to that one. Yeah. Old school with the, the tapered punch. I had the block for the longest time. The one that you have to like crank. Let's see. Ice cream guy, you have a 28. That's probably what I need to get. Yeah, the there's just one, maybe two roofs where my 24 foot is, is, is getting sketchy. So I'll probably have to upgrade to the 28. I never had an issue up until this like past, um, maybe two years or a year. I don't know how long we had that customer. I don't go there often, but it'd be nice to have the right ladder for it. Oh, the high roof van. Um, that's what I'm looking into right now. Cause I might get a new van eventually like this year or next year i just i don't know what to go with it would be nice to be able to walk in without ducking and hitting your head and all that so which van are you rocking then if you have the high roof um I want to say the only issue is like, you know, you're on the road all the time. You want to stop for a lunch. Can't go through a drive-thru or unless maybe you have one that fits. I don't know. John, you had a transit mid top and it was nice, but wimpy. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't know which one to go with. I've had, Pretty good look with the Chevy Express. I've had issues with them, but you know, they're fixable. Uh, like right now, the one I, I have right now, it needs to go in for some tune-ups and stuff because it's, it's acting up a little bit. But I've heard bad things about some of the like transits and different things. I, I just wouldn't know which one to get. You have the... So you went to the, the E350. I want to say I was looking at a van similar to that one. I need to look at which one it was. But yeah, um, I can't decide. I have to look at them. Nissans are the most reliable. I have to look at some of the Nissans.
tech safety training videos. Oh shit, I hope I'm being safe enough. I mean, I try to be. That's a good thing about, or a benefit of doing YouTube and putting yourself out there is uh, you're a little more conscious about what you're doing. Not to say I was that much different before, but like you kind of think twice sometimes about where you, what you're doing. So that's why I, I encourage people. I mean, I don't, you don't have to start a YouTube channel, but if you're on Instagram or anything like that, post your pictures or, you know, post your work. There's that 1% that's negative that will hate everything, but 99% is positive or um, constructive criticism, which if somebody tells me something, I usually, you know, think about it as, um, as that, just like something I can learn from or whatever. They're being hateful for no reason. That's a whole other story. Kind of ignore that. Mr. Pina, you got your EPA or you passed your EPA exam and you got the universal. That's awesome. Um, I hate to say that not a lot of people get it. And around here, it's like, I get so mad because um, a lot of play, or a lot of people get away with it because they know people and they're allowed to buy refrigerant, work on that stuff. And, you know, I got, well, I went to school, so they drilled that into us. Go get your EPA right away. Go get, um, go register with the state right away. You know, do everything the right way. And I did all that. So, and then I went and got my contractor's license as soon as I could. So really gets on my nerves sometimes when uh, people get away with that stuff. I'm not going to go snitching on anybody, but it is what it is. Speaking of snitching, I don't think I've, have I shared it? on YouTube. I was at a new customer a couple months ago and some, they had just gotten somebody, they were like replacing a lot of their AC units. So they had a really beat down uh, weather maker and they put in a brand new carrier unit. So they kind of went with the same thing. I was working on the kitchen AC and I kept telling them like, because it was the next AC over. I was like, man, you're going to have to get that one fixed because it's, it's affecting the kitchen. Um, basically, when that one wasn't working, it made the whole back area hot because those two controlled the back. So they got a new unit, but it wasn't working. I went inside and I looked around and I told the, the managers, and I don't know why they didn't listen to me, I was like, guys, you you have a brand new unit. Should be cooling. Your thermostat's not calling. I go look for the sensor, and it's like right by the attic, like one of the ceiling tiles. And I want to say the ceiling tile was missing. And then that therm that sensor, and they even told me one time it read like fifty on the thermostat. And I was like, there's no way in hell. It's like eighty back there. I was like, you need a new sensor or you need to get a whole new thermostat and sensor combination because I, I don't remember 
They were probably Honeywell or something, and I don't think I had that on my truck. I was like, looking. I can go look for the sensor, probably pick one up, or we can put a whole new thermostat and give you something new. And I was like, but it's reading 50 and it never turns on. Uh, when I was there, I think it was reading like 70. And it was set to 72 or something. I was like, it, it never turns on, so we're going to have issues. And they don't understand that. They just think the back is hot. And they're like, well, it's the kitchen that's not working. So needless to say, they called the installer back. He went back there. I happened to be on the roof checking I think my AC and like a makeup air unit or something. And we were there at the, the same time. I don't know why, but this guy started taking out refrigerant. He had a jug of water. If you guys follow me on TikTok or Instagram, you probably saw that meme video that I did. I don't think I shared it on here, but I don't know why those things are pre-charged. That wasn't the issue. The issue is it wasn't turning on. I, I don't know what his thought process was. I didn't even mess with him. I got to kind of like, and I think I was taking out refrigerant from that kitchen AC because it was overcharged a little bit. I had my recovery and everything like my machine, uh, vacuum pump and, well, not vacuum pump, my recovery machine, my recovery tank and all that on the roof. And it was kind of awkward because we were passing each other and I was taking down all that stuff. Then I heard like a loud uh, hissing or bubbling. And I was like, I know what he's doing. And I kind of saw it and I just kind of like walked away. I was like, I am not going to get into this right now, but it is what it is. Uh, what's your quickest way of determining a clogged cap tube on a small refrigeration? Uh, like make tables. Okay, so you have a cap tube system. Basically, if it has refrigerant and it's not, the evaporator doesn't get cold, um, or the cap tube ices up, the either the cap tube itself, the line that it that it's going into, and maybe a little bit inside is, is like icing up, it's restricted, or you don't have enough refrigerant. But uh, basically, they don't take much to clog up. And when they clog up, they act up really bad. So um, yeah, if the evaporator is not getting cold, and your head pressure goes up, and you're dealing with a cap, uh, yeah, a cap tube, more than likely, that's your issue. Those uh are very easy to clog up, especially if it's been worked on. The uh, system has been opened up a lot, uh, a lot, and maybe you don't know the history on it. Maybe they uh, didn't, maybe they clogged it up with carbon buildup or whatever. They brazed it too long or something. And they are not, I don't know what you're working on. I, I worked on a lot of uh, True. Prep tables, prep coolers, whatever you want to call them, make line. Um, and those are a pain in the ass to replace, especially the compact, like two-door, the mini ones. They, I had to change out so many of those.
your buddy has a high roof transit. <clears throat> That's what I would love to do is just to be able to walk around. Because I, I get in, I, well, the way I set up my van, I try to have everything at the door because I don't want to get in. So that's the whole thing. Mercedes Sprinter. Yeah, I've seen the Mercedes ones. Those look nice, but I don't know if I'm going to drop that much on it right now or on a new van. You have the NV1500, 120K. Mine is over 200K, my Chevy Express, but it's it's acting up right now. Mr. Fixit, you have our company vans are Nissan, or one of them is Nissan and they often have issues. I guess it depends. Um, I've heard a lot of complaints about transits, but then some people like them. Same thing with the Nissans. I've had pretty good luck with the Express Chevy, but I don't know. We'll see if we try something new this time. What are we at? Oh, we're over an hour, guys. Might have to call it quit soon. <sighs> Anybody else have anything? See you later, uh, Mr. Fixit. Like I said, I didn't really have anything or any like plans after getting on live. It was just, you know, kind of wanted to see the, how it went and if it was something we should be doing. Oh, you're from where, three hours away? San Antonio is four hours for me. So you're not too far, I guess. San Antonio is four hours for me. The beach is two hours for me. Pretty good uh, area. We're like in the middle or like within close distance of things. Oh, you're north. You're more north then. So you're north of Austin. All right, cool, man. I used to go to Austin a lot too. I don't think I've ever been further than Austin. That's like six hours from here. Appreciate the 17 of you that are still here. Uh, ice cream guy, have you ever done any hot side work actually yes i want to get back into it i'm not good at it like i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> basically my dad does hot side so that's fryers grills um fryers grills you know anything that cooks uh my dad does so 
when he opened up the company, that's what we were doing. That's why we're called Reliable Kitchen Services. And I started doing a lot of grills. I don't think I worked on a lot of fryers. Uh, you know, changing pilots, thermal piles. Um, what are those other ones? High limits. Like a lot of like parts that I was just changing out. Um, you know, checking some of the equipment because we were doing a lot of maintenance and they just needed, we did, um, we used to have the IHOPs. One of the first accounts we got, which was crazy. So we had a crap load of uh, locations to do 24 hours on call all the time. We started with, an, with the IHOPs and um, some hospitals. So we had really good work you know, right off the bat. And uh, mostly because my dad's a people person, he makes friends. So when he was at his previous job and he, they heard that he left, they called him up and they still wanted him. Not necessarily the company he used to work for, but they wanted him. So we did that. And um, I started doing hot side work at first didn't really like it too much, to be honest. And then uh, my dad was like, you know what? We need to do refer uh, refrigeration too because I don't want them calling somebody else. So needless to say, I got into school, started running that side of the business. So then he's in charge of hot side. I'm in charge of HVAC and refrigeration. And we run it together like that. Um, he used to be an electrician, so he can do a couple other things and, you know, HVAC, we do plumbing and everything too. So I don't advertise it and I don't do like actual plumbing, but we do a lot of things in the kitchen for our customers. And, you know, if it's worth it, we'll do, we'll do it. But I need to get back into it because I do want to do or be a well-rounded kitchen tech or whatever you want to call it. Um, as much as I probably don't want to do it, I just want to be able to do both sides. We do have a guy who does, or we've had guys that work for us. Like right now we have one and he does both. Um, he might not be the expert in either one, but if he runs into issues on the HVAC side, he has me to call. If he runs into issues on the hot food side, he has my dad to call. And that's always how it's worked. So it's, you know, it's cool to have the guys that do both. I want to be able to do that soon. So my dad's like the best at it. In my mind, I need to learn or go back to learning from him and uh, keep it up. If not, we're going to turn this company into an HVAC company. <laughs> Turbo Chef, yeah, we've worked on Turbo Chef. They are the true of hot side. Uh, we work on everything Turbo Chef, uh, Vulcan, uh, Fry Master. What's the other one? Henny Penny. My dad does a lot of that stuff. So he, uh, I mean, he's the one to go to for that stuff. He fixes everything pretty quick. 
Marcus Mitchell, what's up? Rocking in Sacramento. Oh, that's cool, man. I love I love hearing where y'all are from. I even have people from other countries. It's it's crazy. Uh being on this YouTube and Instagram. Uh I'm starting to be on TikTok. It just, you know, you meet a lot of people and they're from all over the place. Uh ice cream guy, you do it you do it all, but you hate doing high, uh, hot side. You could do reefer all day. Sounds like that would be me. Like I said, I don't want to do hot side, but I know I should. And I don't really consider myself too much of an HVAC guy. I like refrigeration the most. I could be in a walk-in all day. I could be working on a bunch of reach-ins, you know, I love refrigeration. Jose Luna Vendo. Vendo. Mario is in the house. Que pasa? Saludos de San Antonio. I don't think I've ever asked you where you're from. So you're from San Antonio? Fellow Texan. Mario's always popping in here on my videos, critiquing me, but I, I, I like it. No issues. If you guys see anything that I'm doing and you have a better way to do it, <clears throat> or you see something I missed, I will, I read the comments. I go through them as best I can. I know I missed some and it's probably not healthy for me to be there and, and sit and read through all the comments. Yeah, Mario, just helping. That's right. Everybody just helps um, and spread, you know, knowledge. It's the only way to, to if you're going to be on either the one making the videos or you're going to be commenting or messaging to be critiquing, hopefully it's to be helpful. That's the only way. Like if, if someone's hateful, which every now and then it's like, like I said, 1% every now and then to get that person who just hates it. I had a guy who was being like racist on one of my videos and I kind of re regretted blocking him because nobody got to see him, but that's a whole different thing. George, you're from Conroe, Texas, but you're raised in NC. Conroe, is that, what area of Texas is that? And what kind of weather do you get? I think a lot of, uh, majority of Texas is hot, but some places actually get cold. We don't, we don't really get uh, winter too much. So for us, it's no cool season all year round. North of Houston. Well, hope you all are uh, good up there. I know Houston, Dallas, you know. The weather gets pretty bad over there, too. Humid, yeah. Humidity. A lot of that in Texas.
United Tradesmen Academy. Well, that sounds very professional. Uh, enjoy your videos. Copied the Turbo Torch setup. Well, that's cool. Um, I have been wanting to do a Turbo Torch setup for the longest time because I've seen guys, you know, who swear by tor by the acetylene torches. And I was over here dragging my oxyacetylene like on every job site. So I'm glad that helped. Um, I try to use it as much as I can. The only bad thing is I don't want to use it indoors, especially in small in small uh, kitchens. So, but for rooftops, I do use it quite a bit. Marcus Mitchell, how are the unions out there? I don't know if we have too many, to, to be honest. Uh, we do have some like really uh, big ones. I want to say, isn't like Climate Pro one, one of those type of companies? We have a few of those around here. Uh, a lot of places here are locally owned. So everybody does their own thing here. I can't tell you how many like vans I've seen um, popping up that I've never heard of. Then I never see them again. Uh, they pop up like crazy. And I think everybody just thinks they can make. Um, they probably start the business a little too soon. But a lot of locally owned places uh, here. Yeah, we have climate pros here. I see them around every so often. There's another one like Nex or NEX or I don't know what the other one is. Damn, there's still 20 of you guys here. <laughs> Did not I didn't expect great turnout today. Um, but we're, we're trying it out. Uh, where are we? We're at 78 minutes. Yeah. I know some guys that work for climate pros in other areas. Uh, I think they treat them pretty well from what I've heard. I've always just, you know, worked uh, with my dad. All right, guys. Well, you guys kept me busy with the chat. Didn't even get to go look at uh, comments today. That was my idea. Maybe next time, next time, maybe we'll talk about like uh, schooling or how to get into the trade because I get that question a lot. And uh, yeah, eventually go through some comments and, and I don't get to all of them. So might do that in the live stream. If we can do it once a week, it'll be Tuesday nights. We'll see. Uh, troubleshooting low voltage. As much of a pain in the ass as they are, when I do get one, they're pretty fun. Uh, 
low voltage basically you're gonna start i check out the thermostat first if it's like a well yeah low voltage is ac related usually check the uh thermostat first because i would hate to go through an entire system only to find out it's the ac or the wire the thermostat wire so check your thermostat disconnect all the wires see if they're grounded or touching each other and then from there you check common spots so if you have wires that go through a through the panels like to the blower wheel you want to check where they're bundled up together if they're rubbed out if they're touching panels um you know there's common spots that you'll you'll notice after a while which are like the ones that i mentioned and then if you're not sure a really common one that that got me a couple times was a was the contactors so then you start checking your contactor coils to ground and then you want to check uh resistance across the coils of the uh contactor if you don't have any resistance or it's really low like one or under or i don't know what the range could be but usually they're seven to 13 ohms or something like that um i've learned my lesson after a couple of them that's another common spot contactor (laughs) contactor coils a super headache i know one time I was running around in circles and I was like, I, I got a, I got a, uh, what do you call it? A ground somewhere. And I, I was checking only the wiring, went back to the contactor and finally checked it to ground. And it was a contactor or you could, like I said, check the resistance on them. Those coils need resistance and they give out a lot. So that's another spot that you need to check and you know sometimes you you learn the hard way all right guys and maybe soon i'll get a better setup like i said we'll try and make this i don't know if it'll be a weekly thing or a bi-weekly thing um just kind of sit around and chat, answer some questions, and I'll try and have a couple of topics to talk about. And I was gonna say all that at the beginning, and but you guys came in hot with the chat. Like, I was trying to keep up with it. And I appreciate everybody who's here. We still have uh, 16. We actually maintain a pretty good number. And for the first time doing this. I think I had one other um, live stream, but it was when I hit like 1K. We're so close to hitting 5K. So if you guys are watching this and you're not subscribed, please do so. Please leave a like, all that good stuff, you know, help the channel. This was dope. I, I, besides hitting the live button, I had no plan. So (laughs) I'm glad you guys uh, came in and and kept me um, talking here. We had some some good questions, topics. 
Uh, like I said, I'll probably do uh, – I, I want to go over some school stuff because I get that a lot. I did go to school myself, so I can speak from that experience and see what we can talk about there. And then I'll, like I said, I'll probably go through comments here and there. And I don't think I had any pulled up today. I do have them up. Like I can see my comments. I was laughing though, because I had one here and it was on the temperature gun video that I did. So I had a video on us using temperature because I the pet peeve of mine is when people would call me and tell me what pressures they had. I can have a general idea just from experience, like, yeah, that's too low or too high of a pressure. But with all the refrigerants, you know, now I rather have the temperature. So you check temperature on your gauges and you check temperature of like the ambient air, the condensing air. Um, if you're doing ACs, you want to check your supply and return, like everything. So I did a video on like temperature guns, uh, thermal imagers and some other stuff. And there's a comment that I missed. I, I did not get alerted for this one from Richie Goodman. You are a odd fellow. I don't know what the hell prompted that. But yeah, some of these I just laugh off. Um, I really don't take any of the bad comments seriously, so don't worry about that. But when I have uh, good questions, I do want to try and answer them in the comments. Or like I said, if we can do uh, this, and I have some really good questions in my comments from like a previous video, a recent video or maybe an old video because sometimes people go through to really old videos of mine and they start leaving questions and stuff and like i'm not even checking those videos anymore but they'll pop up here and there so if i can find any good questions topics in the comments we'll do that too of course if you guys are in here on the chat we'll do that as well so be sure to come in and ask me anything just like if you're in the field with me, you better be asking questions. You better know what I'm doing, what the tech is doing, and why they're doing it. If you guys want to be able to do it yourself. And I'm just saying that because I get a lot of uh, guys that are out of school asking me for advice too. So I think I'm going to end it. We're almost at an hour and a half. That's crazy. Um, I know there's a few guys in here. I think we're done with the chat already. Caught up on it. So yeah, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed the live stream. Um, like I said, remember to hit the like button. Um, join me. Maybe we'll try this again next week on Tuesday. Same day. Around the same time. Um, this is the time that I can do it at. If I can do it a little earlier, maybe. But um, we'll see. So yeah. Uh, I'll see you guys.